0: This is Caps PA announcer, Wes Johnson, and you're listening to What The Puck! Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of What The Puck. It is a Washington Capitals podcast, which means it's a podcast about your 2018 Stanley Cup champions. Thank you all for listening to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms, especially Overcast. Well, the season has officially begun. I'm back. I'm back from whatever I had last week. Exhaustion something. I don't know what happened. Big thanks to Coach Dan for holding down the fort and his kids for holding down the fort being special (laughs) guests on the show. But here we are. We're ready to start off the season in true caps form. Joining me as always to talk all about it. Coach Dan, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm all right. How are how are you doing? I guess you're feeling better. I am feeling better. Uh I'm still I, I don't know what happened. I just honestly was I was just I think it was just exhausting. You just didn't feel
1: like recording. <laughs> no, I he was didn't, looking- he didn't care to talk to everybody.
0: Look, I I have two podcasts wow. a week. Okay, I had last week was so important. And look at which one that he chose to miss. <laughs> no, I missed wow. all of them. That's how bad I was because I don't think I have ever missed an episode of the Call My Ravens podcast. But... So I gave a shout out to a podcast that did, that you weren't even on. <laughs> I was not on uh, last week's episode. But look, last week I had. The Washington Capitals season starting, so pretty important show for us. And the call had coming off Steelers week and going to London week, and I missed all three of those shows because my body was like, you know what, you're old now, and you need to take a nap. So that's like how it felt. I, uh, I I'm getting back to normal. I was able Can we to talk about being old now for a minute. Okay. Sorry, I to let's like, do it.
1: Jump, let's do it. Well, you I mean you got wrecked by this. Um, virus of some kind that affected you. I yeah. played in a, a, a. You ever heard of mushball? Mushball.
0: It sounds disgusting. N-
1: n- n- no, it, it 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 does when you say it like that. But I I played in this tournament. This mushball. It's like a it's like softball, but it's more it's a little more bouncy, a little more rubber. Okay. Uh, and a little softer. So I, I my sister invited me to play as part of this tournament. She had a work team. So that was on Saturday. I played down at the Nationals Youth Baseball Academy, which is an amazing facility uh, right there in Fort DuPont, or across from the Fort DuPont ice rink, that uh. uh, happened to be. And um, yeah, Sunday, I, I, everything hurt. Every, yeah. every, Everything. My, my arm, my knee, my hand. I actually think I hit myself in the hand with the baseball bat, I want, like the bottom of the bat, after so getting a hit. Uh, you you groin hurt muscles in this shot. game. I hurt. Well, I mean, technically, all the things that were hurting was I uh, me hurting myself from either not stretching properly, um, being old, uh, even though I'm not even forty yet, and um, it also was freaking cold and raining <laughs> and windy. Like Mother Nature was not kind to us. Uh, we did well though. We went into the, we got to the play- went three and zero in the uh, round robins and nice. uh, got, got knocked out in the playoffs first round. It's okay, but and, no, it was a cool event. But yeah, everything hurt.
0: Like yeah, my I mean,
1: my thighs are still hurting, and this is three days later now.
0: <laughs> Knocked out in the first round, kind of sounds like the Baltimore Orioles, but uh, still great season by the O's or the Caps. Yeah, yeah, that too. I but.
1: almost wore an Orioles jersey for tonight.
0: Oh, I mean, you could have. I mean, I would, I wouldn't have held it against you. Uh, but yeah, not not too not We're too bad. but let's talk about it the capitals have started off their new season and they've kind of started off with the capitals that we kind of know and love i guess the caps went one and one to start this season we're two games in a pretty embarrassing loss opening night friday the 13th against the pittsburgh penguins and then of course again in caps fashion came down to a shootout against calgary on monday night so Coach Dan, first question here. Uh, We have a brand-new head coach, brand-new to the NHL, brand-new to this team. This past Monday was his first win as an NHL coach, so congrats to him. But these caps that I'm watching on my TV the last two games, I kept feeling like same old caps. Like, there was a lot that was supposed to change here. New coach, some youth was supposed to come in, some Calder Cup champion Hershey Bears were coming in. Uh, But it just seemed to me this was the same team that I've been watching for years that goes to the shootout, gets a a point or two in overtime and kind of looks uninterested to be there for the majority of the game. What did you see in these first two games? I mean, let's focus on the Pittsburgh loss with the uh,
1: shellacking that they took from the Penguins losing four nothing. They dominated Pittsburgh in that first period for the most part. Now, I don't know if that's because the Caps were playing really well or if Pittsburgh was just not playing very well, but they dominated them for that first period. Lots of forechecking, lots of pressure, lots of running around or skating around because it's hockey. And then the second period started and it was very much a different game for the second and third period. The Capitals just got manhandled by the Penguins. And of course, it was on
0: national television.
1: And so that went just
0: Well, technically it was on ESPN Plus, so nationally streaming television. National
1: streaming.
0: (laughs) It was on national streaming. I had to go out, too. I was in Ocean City, and I had to go out to uh, Northside Pit and Pub to watch the game because I don't have ESPN Plus. I don't want to ask you every single time the caps are on TV for your password. But uh, it was a Friday night, and uh, I went out to a a local uh, uh, eatery there it's a caps bar in ocean city great little place really good food but i stayed till about halfway through the second because i kind of realized halfway through the second yeah this isn't going to be our night no no it was uh, a hot
1: bunch of garbage and i unfortunately watched the game <laughs> and was tweeting about the game uh rather unhappily uh it, you know i feel like the game is there's a little bit more, uh, it's a little more magnified because it was against Pittsburgh because it was the first game of the season and because partially they did really well in the first. And so you're kind of looking at it going, what? Like what just happened? Did they not adjust? Like, what did they do? Did Pittsburgh just wake up? Like, I don't understand exactly what happened. I'm hoping that game ends up being sort of where you're just like, well, whatever. Cause if you look at their preseason, they, they did quite well in the preseason and you would go into the regular season thinking this is a team that's going to do something. But then it took them four periods to score. And that, you know, now you're looking at it going, Ooh, what do we have here? But again, it is early. There's been some conversations about the schedule and as to whether the schedule was a a negative thing for them because they had, They had teams that already played one or two games before the caps even got the chance to get on the ice. So They had this long layoff. They played their last preseason game on October 7th on that Saturday, and then didn't play again till the following Friday. And so that's a bit of a long layoff. Then they have to wait again, two more days before they can play Calgary at home, which yes, they did win, but another slow start. They got outshot dramatically in the first period. I know they got outshot pretty well by Pittsburgh. But they all, Pittsburgh also blocked a lot of shots, so it wasn't like the effort wasn't there in terms of putting pucks on net. A lot of shots from the outside, though. But with Calgary, it took them a while to wake up, but once they did, we actually saw a pretty good Caps team that just wasn't having a lot of luck in terms of putting the puck in the net. Decent amount of shots that weren't going on net as well. But I liked a bit more of what we saw in the second and third and definitely in overtime against Calgary. A lot of controlling of the puck. They still suck at shootouts like aside from Kuznetsov taking an hour and a half to take (laughs) his shootout shot. Like they still like, you know, still not very good at it. Even Oshie, the uh, Olympic hero in the shootout, cannot score a shootout goal for the Caps. But the greatest goal scorer or arguably one of the greatest goal scorers of all time can't score in the shootout. So I don't know. It's weird. But you saw them playing a bit better in the second in the third period against Calgary. How fitting was it, Brandon, that not only the first goal of the season for this team, but the goal against Calgary to get them back to the game was by former flames
0: prospect and forward, Matthew Phillips. Well, let me just tell you DraftKings, Kings. I'm a little annoyed with you because I knew the history of Phillips with Calgary. And I wanted to put a dollar down that he would be a goal scorer tonight. And he was not an option to put down as a goal scorer tonight. So I'm a little annoyed that I couldn't make some moolah off of Matthew Phillips. But what a story. This guy has been with the the Calgary Flames for, I think it was, what, seven, eight years, something like that. He was in their organization. Seven years. Yeah, and then he only got three games at the NHL level as well to be actually with the Calgary Flames. So for him to come out and do what he did last night – or really was something special. And I mean, that's exactly what you want on this team. Obviously, they fed off of that because that goal. Uh, did change the entire uh, perspective and and everything about the game last night because they didn't look good in the first. They looked like they were sleeping. They were skating through quicksand, and then Phillips was able to get that goal, and it seemed like the Caps kind of woke up there a little bit. So I did like the fact that not only is this kid bringing scoring chances to this team, but this kid's also bringing, it seems like, a youthful energy and a spirit to this team because I think that's something that this team is lacking. I, mean,
1: I think it's funny you say youthful energy. He's 25, so he's not like a young guy, but he's still kind of a young guy. He's young, but I think he's just he's he's a little guy. He's about my height was what, five, seven, uh, 140 pounds. They're saying I wish I was closer to that than my <laughs> actual weight. Um, But I, I like what he brings. He brings energy. I like his his size he's got, you know, he's moving around quick. I think the coaches trust him. And I hope he can keep it up. I think it's a great story, but more importantly, I think he's a really good player for this team. He is currently leading the team in points with a whopping two. He's got a goal and assist. So I like what we got from him so far. He's not costing a lot of money. And even if he does really well this season, you know, he's a restricted free agent after this season. He's not going to cost you a ton going into next season. He's a you know third line player, fourth line player. I like what you're getting from him. I think on this team right now, he's on the third line. I think I want to say he was playing, unless I have this wrong, he was playing with, oh, he was with Backstrom and Milano, according to Daily Faceoff, but they move them, they, they shift the lines around every once in a while during games. So that changes. But I know at one point, at least in the preseason, it was Milano, Strome, and Phillips. And so I'm sure we're, we'll see those guys together from time to time. But I like the energy I'm seeing from him. I like McMichael getting a goal. I thought that was quite nice. He's certainly got something to prove, not in terms of like to fans, but like I would imagine to himself that he wants to stay in the NHL. So I like that he's got a goal early on. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens to the team. I think the defense is you know going to come together. I know that was a thing that Carberry was worried about at one point. But four periods to start the season without scoring a goal is a problem. And given the offense that this team has, they shouldn't it shouldn't be that bad. Like that should not be the case. So I feel like Carberry and his coaching staff have a bit of work to do. But again, we are two games in. So while I might be overdramatic, while I might have been overdramatic on Twitter the other night during the Cal or at least the beginning of the Calgary game. Like it's still pretty early and they have a lot of home games coming up. So they have plenty of time to figure things out, practicing in their rink at home where they're probably more comfortable. They, again, they were talking about caps this morning, how their last couple of years, they've been really bad at home, which is freaking weird. So it'll be interesting to see how that, that kind of changes. Um, but no, I mean, we'll see what what's to come. They don't really have any easy games, I think, coming up, though.
0: I mean, they're, they're going on a little bit of a Canadian road trip uh, coming up this week. But like you said, there's a lot of home games. I think through Thanksgiving, they brought this up on Caps this morning. Up through Thanksgiving, the majority of the games are at home. So they won't be hitting the road, uh, be, being road warriors, I guess, until you know December into the new year. So I, I would think that you would kind of want to win as many games as possible to kind of load that up because... It is hard so to play you? on the road, but you would think. But I don't know. But I want to bring this. I want to bring this up. So, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov. He's obviously been a uh, a firestorm of conversation over the last couple of years here with the Washington Capitals. But over on Twitter on Friday night, uh, opening night, the the Capitals released Spencer Carberry's pregame speech. I think it aired on ESPN, and they they you know showed the whole thing buddy of the show ryan drury angry canadian he tweeted out he quote tweeted the speech and said it is so sickening to me that this was aired and then the team went out and absolutely took a runny dump on the fans and the coach Caps showed that they don't care and have some real issues in the room still so i asked him what's the issue though who is the issue? I feel like they have tried to address the issues with goaltending and a new coach. What else could they possibly do? And he wrote back, Koozie, plain and simple. I think that's a lot to put all of the blame on Yevgeny Kuznetsov. You're yeah, going to
1: get Ryan coming after you, man.
0: I, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I, I probably am, but uh, you know we will share a... Uh, a brew and some poutine whenever we actually see each other and it'll be okay i can't um, it, do it i don't understand poutine it's there's i i could like looking at it
1: i can hear my arteries clogging
0: well that's the best part i mean that's the whole point of it I, absolutely that's what you do you know maybe he'll bring down some tim bits from from canada if he ever comes to dc for a game
1: dangerous not the <laughs> tim part the clogged arteries right
0: yeah yeah but uh what what are you what are your thoughts here? Like he's putting all of the blame on Kuznetsov and while yes, I think there could be some there, the game still came down against Calgary to Kuznetsov and that shootout win. So obviously, the dude's doing something right out there on the ice, but is he a, a locker room cancer? Like is he a locker room uh 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 virus? Like is 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 he, he the one poisoning the well? Like is it is it all on him? I I I don't know because I feel like we have seen the same old caps in the last two games, but with a new coach, with the new goaltending from last year, with some youth energy out there, like with Phillips and McMichael and Protus and other people, I feel like the front office and Brian McClellan and some other people are trying to fix things, but there still seems to be that same issue. Is it Yevgeny Kuznetsov? Is it someone else? Is it just that aging core? Like, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think,
1: could Kuznetsov be an issue? Yeah, in theory. I think his interview that he gave over in Russia probably wasn't the best thing for the organization. I'm sure they didn't love it. I think he has a lot on his plate right now in terms of he needs to prove himself a little bit to the team. I'm sure he needs to prove himself a bit to himself. He's going to need a new contract after the season. He He knows that. Allegedly, he's been you know, asked for a trade the last two years. He might still be wanting to get out of D.C. And. I think that, you know, I don't know if he's the most outspoken guy in terms of in the locker room, whether he's causing problems or not, maybe he's you know, is he behind the scenes making comments and things? I don't know. I can't say as to whether he is or is not doing that. What I do feel like is that there's enough veterans in the locker room that if he was causing problems, someone would pull him aside and tell him to shut up and to knock it off. Like, I don't feel like he's in there necessarily causing problems. Is he in there potentially not giving his all? Uh, maybe. I I, mean, I feel like he's playing well. I don't – Kuznetsov to me is not – I feel like he's an easy scapegoat. I feel like he's not the guy that I'm looking at going, this is the problem. Like, could you go out and, and trade him for another center that might do well or do better? Yeah, maybe. But we're also two games in. And if I'm looking at the roster right now, Kuznetsov's the guy, the guy that I'm pointing at going, you know what, we got to get this guy out. I'm pointing at Anthony Mantha and saying we got to get this guy out. And for only because he's one, he's not producing. But then also his cap hit is way too high. And this is a team that has to play all these games to be able to recall a goaltender when someone gets injured. Or actually, when Darcy Kemper had a baby, they couldn't play Alexi Protis, who's a guy they want to play every night. Because they don't have the cap space. They had to send him down, at least do it on paper so that they could recall Clay Stevenson from Hershey to be the backup goaltender for Charlie lingering who off topic, but then he got hurt. So now Stevenson sticking around on as an emergency loan. They had to put um Joel Emerson on long-term injury reserve. I learned more about that recently in terms of how that process works. And it is convoluted, but then, uh, and quite complicated, but then, When you have to play all these games and you got a guy that's his cap hit is uh, what is it five point seven million dollars? Given it's only through the rest of the season, but five point seven million that you could free up off your books and not have to play these stupid cap games, like I I I give up Mantha for anything right now, and I understand that that's a waste. And like you gave up Verona for him, and Verona might have been able to do better in this system. I don't know, but it's not working. Like, I love to be proven wrong in like two or three weeks. He's got a couple of goals and assists. I'll be the first one to put my hand up and be like, Yep, I was wrong about Manta. Dude's amazing. I just, there's nothing on his time, with the exception of the first like four games with the Caps, that makes me think he's going to be able to turn it around. And was it, it was Mike Vogel on Caps this morning that was talking about, was it Mike Vogel? Was it somebody else that was on there talking about how like it was the, I want to say it was the win over Columbus the second to last preseason game that he kept hitting the post and you're like, mm, he's so close. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then so the loss and then the, or, but then the, the, the loss to the Pittsburgh, a lot of guys didn't play well in that game, but he was just there. He was a body. And I just don't feel like it's just, it's not working. I think he needs a new environment. I think the caps need to free up the cap space there. I'm sure there's a guy that can sit up in the press box every night down in Hershey that wouldn't mind hanging out at the NHL level. That's going to, earn a whole lot less so at this point it's like thank you very much for your time this didn't work out we'll see you you're not going to cut him or waive him he's probably not going to report to hershey they got a whole other problem on your hands and you don't necessarily want to have that dead cap space i think it would sit on their books for two years at half the amount i might have that wrong so you got to do something you find a team that's willing to take him on for anything and realize you just you got to cut you got to cut them loose you got to find a way to free up that cap space. Is that going to fix the issues in the locker room? If If there are issues in the locker room, the reality of this could be, you know what? They're learning a new system. They're struggling to learn it for whatever reason. I don't know if this is necessarily the case. I do think having their first game a little bit earlier after the Columbus game probably would have been beneficial. A couple more games early on so they could get a little bit more comfort and feel with it. Uh, I feel like it would have been beneficial for them. Pittsburgh coming off again, having played already, was it once or twice? You know, they're a little bit more into the regular season versus the Caps just starting. I'm not necessarily trying to make an excuse. I'm saying like, these could be factors. But I think we also need to keep in mind that we are two games in. There are 80 games to go. Like, let's just settle down and see what happens. I think the Cap situation can be remedied. I say easily. I don't, you know, you could call up every other team in the NHL and they're like, no, thank you. We don't want him, but there are teams that need to stay above the, the cap floor that have no intention of necessarily quote, unquote, winning anything this year. So the fact that he's essentially be unrestricted free agent, if it works out and you're like Arizona or whatever, you're like score this worked out. He likes it here. Or even if he doesn't like it here, like he worked out, did some nice stuff for us. Cool. We'll see you. Thank you very much for your time. Like someone I have to imagine. We'll take a flyer and Anthony, Amanda, especially if you're asking for like a low level prospect, a, a third or f- probably a fourth line guy, Or a high draft pick, you know, give me a a low draft pick. So, like, give me a, a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick just to give me back that cap space so I don't have to dick around with putting guys on, you know, waivers, or not even on waivers, but, you know, a paper transaction and not letting a young guy like Protus or someone play because they don't have the cap space. Like, it's just ridiculous that they're stuck in this situation.
0: All right, so I understand what you're saying about Anthony Manta, and I agree with you. Uh, this guy's making way too much money to be a healthy scratch. I think that's kind of ridiculous that you could be- make that much and have a night off. But he was trying in the preseason. You know, we-, we heard about what he was doing in the offseason, meeting with a therapist, losing 10 pounds. Like, he's putting in the work. But it- he still, it's not working out here for him. But are the people behind him, you know, worth the, the time? Like, I, I kind of feel like if – Protus or Lucas Johansson or somebody really made a splash and were undeniable in training camp, the Capitals would have found a way to move on from Anthony Mantha. I feel like the reason why they're they're keeping him and sticking him around is probably, number one, they can't find someone that, w- that wants to take on that contract, but also the people behind him. Just aren't impressing the coaching staff enough to lose a guy like that. I I think if if Lucas Johansson or uh, Protus really were like this NHL caliber talent and were undeniable, like Anthony Mantha wouldn't wouldn't have gotten a, a jersey on opening night, and they would have gone with with one guy. But I kind of think it's funny that e- e- Protus or Lucas Johansson. You know, it's kind of reminds me of Vitek and Samsonov. Nobody wants to take the reins. Nobody wants to uh, to prove that they're the number one and that the other guy's the number two. You know, they're just kind of like, you know, it could be me. It could be him this night. Who knows? And they're not really showing their full potential or not really invested fully into this team. And, and that's why Anthony Mantha might still be around. I feel like they, they know what they have in Mantha and it's not someone worth
1: his cap hit. They know they have his cap problems, so I, I'm inclined to think that they just can't find a taker for him, at least not yet. Maybe they will be able to later in the season when his contract doesn't cost as much in terms of cap space. But they've certainly got a ready a guy ready to replace him in Abe Kubel, who's sitting in the minors after the Caps just signed him to a new deal last season. So he's got a cap of one point two two five. That's just sitting there. He, he's he's a great guy to have as a. You know, as a fourth-line winger, he could come in every once in a while. You, you know, have him practicing with the team. He's healthy scratch more often than not. I have to imagine he's on this roster because they know that he's not going to go to Hershey. If they say, hey, we're going to send you on the AHL, he's going to say no. He's going to refuse to report, and then they got a bigger problem on their hands because now they're not going to get anything for him because other teams will be like, well, clearly they want to get rid of this guy, so we can give them, you know, a bag of hockey pucks in return. <laughs> and they're like the best thing is that he comes out and he's plays decently and then they can get something for anything for him, but he's just sitting up in the press box. And I feel like the reality of this roster is, is that he's their 13th forward and at $5.7 million a year, that is way too much money to be the 13th forward. They got to find a way to free up that cap space. And on top of that, they have a forward in max Pacioretty Who's going to want to play when he comes off long-term injured reserve. And they had to find a
0: way to bring in Joel Edmondson when he comes off injury reserve. And Max, he what? He's out for six weeks, right? At least minimum six weeks. Was it was it around Thanksgiving or so? He was looking at coming back. Yeah, I want to say it was around
1: Thanksgiving, like towards the end Edmondson, of November. Edmondson, I think they did not want to put on long term injury reserve, but they had to due to cap problems. Like I, I would not be shocked at all if in the next couple of days to a week we saw the Caps make a trade. But what I don't want to have happen, what I don't want to see is that they have to keep sending guys down. They're like protus or young guys down that are waiver exempt because they need the cap space like that's stupid. You you know what the problem
0: is. Fix it. Well, anything else we should cover here on Caps World? I know it's only two games, so I mean, there's not too much we can talk about, but anything we may have missed already? Did we already talk about, uh, I can't remember, Lingren being not injured. I may have brought that up for I mean, you, you. You did mention it. I think he got yeah, injured he, during he practice. Got injured, so
1: Stevenson, yeah, he got injured. So Stevens. yeah, he got injured in practice. So Stevenson's sticking around. They couldn't even call up Hunter Stevenson. What is his last name? Did I say that right? Hunter Shepard. Stevenson. Doofus. Hunter Shepard, because he's sick. So they can't call him up. And it's just like they, they had a little bit of a goal. They got a little bit of a weird thing going on with their goalies right now. Uh, we should, though, say congratulations to, um, I was going to say Charlie Lindgren. He's hurt. That's rude. To Darcy Kemper. He had his first kid on, what
0: was that, Friday, Thursday night? Right before the Caps opener. So that's pretty exciting for him. Congratulations. And it's, it's pretty wild, too, because they said, uh, he he came out on the media and said that him and his wife were going to the doctors just for, like, a routine checkup. And they were like, well, baby's here. We, we gotta, we're having a baby today. And they're like, wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> they were not ready for the baby to be there. But, hey, came out ready to ready to rock and roll so it's you know he got his what first happened? win for his new son who did that happen to that i feel like that happened to my my sister-in-law
1: we were getting closer to the end and they went in for like a routine or like you know hey we're getting close to the end let's do a checkup and they're like well you're going home with the baby <laughs> so uh i i feel like something like that happened with them but uh what are the little bits of news uh the monumental app still having trouble that was fun
0: Trying to watch, I the could game not sign into the monumental app. Uh, first, it's a on, sign on my in issue. Roku. Yeah, it said it's I was sign already signed in, and I'm like, No, this is a new TV, so uh, I, I'm not signed in yet. And it was like, Nope, you're signed in. I'm like, I disagree because I'm not watching. I the don't game. believe
1: you, sir. <laughs> I no,
0: I had that issue at one point
1: last night. I would be hearing the audio towards the end of the period, like during intermission, I hear the audio of the end of the period. But then the play at the beginning of the period, and I was like, that what? Like, that doesn't even make sense. And so that was messed up. Um, and then the last thing, and this is so stupid, their 14 year sellout streak ended. Oh, we should have gotten I tickets. I don't think I could care less about a sellout streak because it doesn't matter how many tickets you sell. It matters about butts in the seats. And the reality is, Who cares? It's a uh, Ted Leonsis, obviously. Well, I think he's doing fine. Like, I, no, I, you know what? It's not that big. Like if there's like 20 people showing up or it was like back in the early, you know, pre, I guess sort of pre Ovechkin or beginning of Ovechkin era when it was like, not really that full and it was easy to get lower level seats. Like, sure. Fine. That would suck. But they're doing fine. Like, I'm not worried. Now, if they continue to play bad hockey, For a couple of weeks, yeah, it's going to get a little ugly down at uh, Capital
0: One Arena. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, if uh, it didn't cost an arm and a leg to go, we would have sold out more often.
1: Well, You know,
0: you're not wrong, sir. You are not wrong. Is that it for Caps World? Yeah, I think we kind of touched on everything. All right. Very cool. So uh, we are going to go down on the farm. But before we do that, here's a quick word from some of our sponsors. Back to the show, we are going down on the farm. We are talking Hershey Bears and the South Carolina Stingrays. Coach Dan, what's going on down on the farm? Let's start in Hershey with the
1: reigning Calder Cup champions as the Bears started their defense of their 12th title last Saturday in a loss to Belleville. So, actually, they got shut out, I think, 3 nothing So, Caps Bears doing great at the start of the regular season. Now they did rebound with a win on Sunday against Cleveland bringing them to one and one this all sounds very familiar they're back at it on Friday with back-to-back games against Providence before heading to Bridgeport on Sunday
0: now did you see the Calder Cup championship rings that the Bears got oh I did I saw colzigs I don't know they why. are are solid looking rings like I am impressed way to go Hershey Bears. You see Vegas's I did see Vegas's hole where you can open
1: it and there's the stadium like obviously a replica inside of the ring. And I was like, damn, that's actually really clever. Like, if you're a player, are you like, what am I doing with this? Like, if you're a player on the team, you got you're like, what? But that is still pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I, I love the, the Hershey Bears ring. I think it's great. And I love the fact that McMichael and uh, Beck Malenstein and Protoss and a couple other players got to go and got their rings presented to them in a suite. Obviously, they weren't playing for the Bears. They were just taking in the game on Saturday, which was really cool. Really dug that. I uh, I love the Bears. I love what they're doing. It's pretty great. And uh, I don't know if you even saw it on, on X, but uh, they put out they put out the magnet schedules, and it looks like the Calder Cup championship, the – the the trophy so pretty cool looking uh pretty cool looking Can okay, so I, look, we're gonna go on a little
1: tangent as we do because don't explain to me why <laughs> it's always a schedule magnet as the uh, the everybody gives away at their home over. like I get it you want people to know when you're playing games but have professional sports teams forgotten that there's a thing called the freaking internet where you don't need that all the time like I set it up this year for the first time ever I actually have all the Caps games on my calendar on my phone. I don't need I to go we're... to my refrigerator or other magnetic device to find out what games are.
0: How is, how is this the first time you've done it? You've never done that before? Really?
1: I've just, no, I've never really. No, it's not that I didn't know you could do it. It's that I was never really interested in doing it. And then I did it for Arsenal games because a buddy at work had it. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. i want to do that too. And then I was like, well, the caps have it. You know what? I'll throw theirs on there. Here's the problem though, with doing this is they, Send me a notification four freaking hours before the game starts. Like, I'm like, you know what? I'm in the middle of Pennsylvania. Let me get in my car and come on. Like, no. I don't. And and you can't update it on. Like, you have to update it game by game to be like, don't need the notification. Thanks so much. Which will take forever when there's 82 games. The Arsenal one's the same way. Both annoy me. So I'll just have to deal with that. But I'm I, pretty I, sure getting you back can, you on can top, do
0: that. You can do that like blanket wise.
1: Well, if you can, someone tell me how, because I haven't figured it out or tried all that hard to figure it out. But either way, it's annoying, and I don't like it. And as usual, I'm venting. So then, this but it goes back to the scheduled magnet. Like it's just freaking lazy. Like I don't, I don't want it. I don't. The caps one year they had the one where you could. It was like a magnet, and you took other smaller magnets out of it. That was kind of cool. I still have that actually, but. Otherwise, like, it's just like, I don't, I don't want it. I don't need it. I, find me someone on Twitter. Someone tell me, like, I love the schedule back And I'll be like, you're crazy. Down in South Carolina, the home opener is this Saturday when they host. You'll love this because you like this corny stuff. They're going to be hosting Hocktoberfest. Yes. Against Orlando. <laughs> it's too much. But you know what? ECHL, I want to go. You do you. So dumb. That's what's October. going on down at the farm.
0: Oktoberfest. I love that. I, that's I, like, I
1: hate every. That's actually okay. That's not bad.
0: That's like my what's some of my favorite things. It's got hockey, alcohol, and October. I mean, that's how how can you not have a good time? And leaderhosen. Favorite things. The second one was alcohol. <laughs> Guys.
1: Okay, we're all gonna go to Baltimore. Have an intervention for Brandon.
0: i may have a problem oh man (laughs) all right hey go bears go stingrays next up we are going to go around the nhl and beyond but before we do that we're going to check in with some of our sponsors Welcome back to the show, everybody. Here we go. We are going around the NHL and beyond. There's lots of stuff going on in the hockey world. Coach Dan, catch us up. What's going on around the NHL and beyond? Let's start with some
1: suspension news as Vegas's Brett Howden was suspended for two games for an illegal check to the head of Seattle's Brandon Tanev. That's rude. Like, why are you checking people in the head? I can't say what I'm thinking because this is a family show, even though I said a bad word earlier. Uh, it would appear as though Austin Matthews has decided he's going to score all the goals in the NHL this season. Like in the first two games, he had two hat tricks. Like calm down. Although when you're playing for team USA, like you keep that up. Uh yeah, he's doing pretty well. Some players got some new contracts recently with those being Winnipeg goalie Connor Heliabuck and winger Mark Shifley. They signed identical 7-year, $59.5 million contracts. Cap hit comes out to $8.5 million a year. Buffalo signed defenseman Owen Power to a 7-year, uh, $58.45 million deal. Cap hit comes to 8.35. And lastly, Colorado signed defenseman Devin Taves to a 7-year million deal cap. hit comes to 7.25, not 725,000 TSN. Someone might need to update your website. This past Friday, USA hockey announced that the 2024 IIHF women's world championship will take place between April 3rd and the 14th at the Adirondack bank center in Utica, New York. The U S has hosted the women's world championship four times previously, most recently in Plymouth, Michigan in 2017. Now, the 2024 event will mark the second time the tournament will take place in the state of New York with Lake Placid hosting in 1994.
0: Branded Lake Placid is most famous for what
1: hockey game?
0: Uh, of course, everybody knows it's Canada versus Finland. Duh. Ah, of course, of course. <laughs> and finally, with Christmas, less than... Is this for real? Christmas is less than 10 weeks away. Uh, It was 10 weeks away uh, yesterday. 10 weeks officially. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are almost to the holiday season. Halloween is in. Wait, It is the holiday season. No, no, no. Halloween is a holiday. No, I know that. You have to get to Halloween. Halloween is
1: day one of the holiday season.
0: Ah, Although according to the stores around
1: here down in Montgomery County, uh, apparently the holiday season starts in mid-August when you start seeing the (laughs) Halloween decorations. I'm like, what is happening? Exactly. I don't need a skeleton on August 15th. Like, settle the you-know-what down.
0: July 5th, no, that's the beginning he, of spooky for season. For me,
1: no, holidays start on Halloween. That's the start of the holiday season, and it ends New Year's Day. Like, at the end yeah. of the day.
0: I so think, anyways, I think like, July 5th is when you really get into it. That's when I start watching scary movies. But, like, once you hit uh, Labor Day, it's full-on Halloween from then on. You're very confused, sir. Thank you.
1: Anyways, apparently with Christmas less than 10 weeks away, Hallmark will be starting their countdown to Christmas this Friday, October 20th, with a hockey-themed Christmas movie called Checking It Twice. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> you only put this in here to make me say it, didn't you? Correct. God, Absolutely. Anyways, this ridiculous excuse for a movie is about a journeyman hockey. Watch, we're going to watch this. I'm going to be like, oh, that's kind of cute. Uh, it's about a journeyman hockey player who falls for a real estate agent, of course. In a career crisis, when he's traded to her hometown, and did say where the hometown? They're all going to be fake teams, by the way. I imagine traded to her yes, hometown absolutely. and moves into the cottage in her. No, because the team he got traded to would set him up with an apartment or a hotel room. Already, this makes no sense. He moves into the cottage in her hockey-loving family's backyard. Absolutely not would it happen this way. The film, I love it. How in the notes you put "film" in quotation marks. Well done. The film stars Kim <laughs> Matula and Kevin McGarry. This show
0: is officially gone off the rails. Kevin is a Canadian. I did look that up on IMDb and apparently he was in Saw 3D. So, there is that. All right, I'm leaving. Now. I'm just going to I'm going to leave everything recording and just walk out of the room. That's what I'm doing. That's the news <laughs> early on in this NHL season. Well, if that's the show for this week, uh, let's wrap things up. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure you go check us out over on Facebook, facebook.com slash what the puck pod like us over there. Whenever a new show comes out, you'll be the first to know. You can also talk to coach Dan or I on X, formerly Twitter. You can follow me uh, at Brando Cash on X. Coach Dan, where can people follow you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at WTP coach Dan talking all kinds of capitals related stuff, talking about uh, Arsenal football club, the bills, the commanders. And speaking of a team that can't apparently score the bills wait until the fourth freaking quarter against the giants to score. Well, you know, I, I, I was talking to a guy at work about this. I, I feel bad, but I would like for the giants to fire Brian Dable so that he can go back to Buffalo because this is not working with Ken Dorsey. Like it's just, Anyways, that's finding me on Twitter at WTB Coach Dan. But hey, if you've enjoyed the show, go ahead and check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash what the puck pod. It's where we'll post when new shows are coming out, as well as all sorts of things regarding the Washington Capitals, Hershey Bears, South Carolina Stingrays, the Hershey Cubs from time to time, as well as things revolving the in, revolving involving the National Hockey League and just hockey in general. Hey,
0: real quick. Yeah. Real quick, I do want to bring this up. I don't know if you saw this on X or Facebook, no, but uh, coming up there, <laughs> the Hershey Bears, the Hershey Bears had the Hershey Cubs hand out the giveaway, which was a Hershey Bears Calder Cup championship banner to everyone coming in. I like the fact That's that the cool. Bears and the Cubs are working together. That's
1: nice, I like it. I like yeah.
0: it. I like how all the local
1: anyway. D.C. teams kind of were like, let's go get them caps, like before the opener against the Penguins. And I was like, awkward start. (laughs) looking good. But I do like that all the DC teams not getting along now that you know who got the F out.
0: So he got the boot. He got
1: the boot. Now we got to give the boot to the name of the football team. But anyways, uh, that's somehow finding following us on Facebook, facebook.com slash what the fuck pod. But Brandon, we've been talking about the commanders bills a little bit. If someone happens to be a fan of a certain purple clad team based out
0: of Baltimore, is there a uh, podcast they should listen to? That's right. Uh, the, what the puck is a member of the fans first sports network as well as my other podcast the call it's a podcast about the Baltimore Ravens. We have two shows a week that you can listen to. They're coming back. The boys are coming back from London with a W. So we're going to be talking all about that this week and then preparing to take on the Detroit Lions on the call. So wherever you listen to What the Puck, you can also listen to my other podcast, The Call, about the Baltimore Ravens. So please subscribe to both, download episodes, and to help out the Fans First Sports Network. Now we do this show. For fun, you guys listen, stream, and download for fun on all of your favorite podcast platforms. All we ask in return is for you to please spread the word about the show. Write us an Apple podcast review. Rate us over on Spotify. And then let people know on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and Pinterest and Instagram and Reddit and Snapchat and Twitch and TikTok and Hive and mastodon and i don't even know what else is out there any anything you're social with on your phone or on the web say i'm a washington capitals fan i listen to what the puck and you should too so before we get out of here big thanks to true classic for sending me this t-shirt if you'd like to use uh if you'd like to order from true classic check out our show notes for the unique url and you will get a certain discount off your first order so definitely go check them out so until we talk again Let's go over the games. On Wednesday, October 18th, the Capitals are in Attois, up against the Senators. That game's at 7 o'clock, and you can watch that one locally on the Monumental Sports Network. On Saturday, October 21st, the Capitals tra- travel to Montreal, up against the Canadiens. That game's at 7 o'clock, Monumental Sports Network as well. And then on Tuesday, October 24th, the Capitals are back home in D.C., welcoming Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs Spencer Carberry's former team to DC for a six o'clock start on a Tuesday. That's odd. You can watch that one on ESPN and ESPN Plus. And then on Wednesday, October 25th, it is Wednesday night, rivalry night. The Capitals traveled to DC. Or no, I'm sorry. The Capitals traveled to New Jersey up against the Devils. That game is at 7:30, and you can watch that one on TNT or Max. And then we'll be back next week to talk all about it. That's a lot of hockey to talk about. Man, that is a lot of games to talk about until we talk again. So that is it for the show this week. Everybody, say it loud. Say it proud. Let's go, Caps.
1: This has been a production of Brando Cash Entertainment. Music by DJ Wolfman. VoiceOver by Sarah Jacks. For more information, go to BrandoCash.com.